You're listening to Guides for Brides, the wedding podcast. I'm Amelia. And I'm Nikita. And we're so excited to discuss all things weddings with you. Yes, we'll be covering trends, practical planning tips and more. And of course, we'll have a few special guests along the way. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. How are you all? We hope the wedding planning is going smoothly. Yes, hello. And as Nikita's just said, really hoping it's been smooth sailing for you and your partner on the planning front so far. Um, Also, if you listened to it, we hope you enjoyed our last episode with Bewley discussing celebrant-led ceremonies. Yes, lots of you got in touch saying it gave you some food for thought, so that's really great. Um, And so what are we discussing today, Amelia? We are talking about bridesmaids today. Now, a very hotly requested topic, I must say. Yes, we've had quite a few requests for this topic. Specifically, we'll be looking at the effective ways to manage your team of bridesmaids, how to resolve dilemmas and disagreements, as well as managing expectations when it comes to finances and um, the responsibilities within the bridal party. Um, So those are the topics that people wanted advice on. We hope we give you the good advice here. Yeah, and I think these are really important topics to cover because managing your team of bridesmaids can be really difficult. Um, I know firsthand there's lots of opinions and sometimes quite a few people to keep happy. Great, let's dive in. So I think the best place to start would be the question, how many bridesmaids should I have? Um, Essentially, it's completely up to you. It's your wedding day. You can have who you like, how many people you like. It's completely your decision. Yeah, absolutely. And Now, we've previously discussed how to choose your bridal party in the first season, Um, but everyone in the bridal party has an additional cost to their head than the average wedding guest, so it's worth bearing in mind the more bridesmaids you have, the more money either you or them need to be prepared to spend. Yeah, um, we will come on to the finance expectations in a little bit. Um, So for my wedding, I had eight bridesmaids in total, Um, Four were adult bridesmaids and four were junior bridesmaids. Now, I know to some people that might seem like a lot. Um, In the past, I think the average number of bridesmaids was about three. But more recently, we are seeing a trend of having more like six. But again, that shouldn't make any difference to your choice of how many you want to have. Yeah, you do need to consider who you'd like to be in your wedding photos, who is special to you, who you can rely on for certain responsibilities, and, you know, who is good to work with. Will you have a maid of honour, a chief bridesmaid? Um, You know, it's those sorts of things you should be thinking about rather than, oh, how many people will I have? Because ultimately, the decision needs to come down to you. Um, But the average trend at the moment is about six. So, Amelia, how did you choose your bridesmaids and what was that experience like? I I can't really imagine choosing between people. (laughs) Yeah, um, it was actually a bit of a difficult process for me. Um, I have lots of sisters and I've actually been bridesmaids at all of their weddings as well, which was really nice. Um, I've also got lots of nieces um, and, yeah, I, I didn't want to feel like I was obligated to choose certain people. Um, I wanted to choose the people that I was closest to. Um, Now, I did have some people that were like, definitely would be my bridesmaids. Um, My husband has two nieces that are are twins. They've never been bridesmaids before. So for them, that was like a definite that they would be 
our junior bridesmaids. Aww, yeah. Um, so I think the best way to do it is just to have a list of all the people that you'd be interested in having as your bridesmaid. Put a big tick next to the ones which are your must-haves. And then, you know, just work out the people that you're closest to or the people that it would mean a lot to both of you having them as your bridesmaid. Um, I mean, I, d- I did actually upset a couple of people by not asking yeah. them to be bridesmaids. Um, oh, touchy, <laughs> touchy subject. Yeah, but, but again, I-, I didn't want to feel obligated to ask those people. I wasn't necessarily close to them. So yeah, it was a little bit awkward, but um, you, d- you can't have everyone. So choose wisely and and you'll be fine yeah so all in all the number of bridesmaids you have totally your decision every couple and wedding is different um you might find as amelia has suggested putting putting that tick next to people's names actually gives you the amount of bridesmaids that you would like to have so yeah you know it might be an easy process for you it might be more difficult like it was for amelia but i think you know think carefully about it and you will be absolutely fine Now, there are a number of things we really recommend talking about with your chosen bridesmaids, and these are best to have with them on an individual basis. Um, It's so important to manage expectations right from the start. Absolutely. I mean, these are obviously people who are very close to you, and you do want to ensure that your friendship comes first, because it can be a real test. (laughs) Absolutely. So first, let's look at finances. Um, The cost of being a bridesmaid is rising. um, And you know, if your chosen bridesmaid is not in a position to pay for costs that you need them to, then it may be best to get that awkward discussion out of the way from the off and keep it private and confidential between you and each bridesmaid. Yeah, definitely. Um, For me, I I actually paid for all of our bridesmaid dresses. um, Because every wedding that I've been to that I've been a bridesmaid I've never had to pay for my own so that was just like a given for me that I wouldn't expect Mm -hmm. them to pay for that um actually one of my friends lives in Canada who was one of my bridesmaids and I had the dress shipped to her and um she actually had to end up paying import fees to it because it got stuck at customs and so that was like a little bit awkward there but um But other than that, I think the only thing they had to pay for themselves was the shoes that they wanted if they didn't already have them. So I think if your bridesmaids are expecting you as the couple to pay for those dresses and you might be expecting them to pay for the dresses, you know, you need to have that conversation and make it clear. Yeah, and as Amelia has just highlighted, it is so important to be clear. Um, For example... You might not be expecting them to pay for their dresses, but you might not be able to cover the expense of the hair and makeup on the day and the accommodation after the wedding. So that's an expense they then need to be prepared for. And obviously you won't know all of these expensive expenses as they come uh, um, right from the start. It might come up later, but I think yeah. if you have that relationship of being clear and you know, giving them the ability to have that conversation with you, it, it's it's important because you know you need to make sure that they understand your expectations yeah and and that's the same not just with your wedding but your hen do as well um if you're maid of honor or chief bridesmaid 
is one of the people responsible for planning your Hindu, it's really good to have that discussion with them in confidence, obviously, about those additional responsibilities and any costs that might incur. Or what they need to be upfront with others about. Yeah, exactly, yeah. At the end of the day, what you don't want is something that should be happy, causing issues between you and your friends. So have the awkward discussions, eat the frog, get it over with, um, and just encourage open communication about, you know, finances for the wedding from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, if six months down the line, I don't know, one of your bridesmaids loses their job and feels they can't afford those expenses anymore then being able to have that open discussion with you would just remove that awkwardness and actually give you both the opportunity to find a solution rather than end in a fallout, which is not what you want before your wedding day. Yeah, and I think that's really important advice, actually. Um, In all scenarios, be open with them. Um, Individually, of course, uh, in most of the... So, you know, finances is quite a private issue, so, you know, be individually with them. Um, And having the trust there that whatever they say to you is in confidence, if necessary, is the best way forward, um, and it helps avoid the conflicts. So next on the list, we have time management. And this is another thing that you'll need to discuss from the get-go again. Being a bridesmaid can be busy, and depending on the couple, can involve a lot of responsibilities as well. So just be clear on the time expectations and what you'll be expecting from them. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're the one that knows them really well. So again, be open with them about it. Just explain to them that if they are not happy with the level of responsibility you'd like them to have, then they need to tell you. As, you know, again, this could cause conflict further down the line if it's not addressed early on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of my bridesmaids was actually in her final year of her degree. So she wasn't able to do some of the things the others could. So Just encourage them to be open and to tell you if your time expectations are too much. And it it may cause a bit of stress early on, but trust me, you'll you'll prefer that earlier on (laughs) than closer to your wedding when you're already going to be really stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, make sure you effectively delegate the responsibilities. And I guess this ties in quite nicely with the time management side of things as well. Yeah. Because, again, you'll need to be open about what you expect from them on the build-up and on the wedding day itself. Absolutely. And I think it's something that isn't actually discussed a lot. You know, who is responsible for delegating the tasks? Does that lie with you or does it lie with your chief bridesmaid or maid of honour? You know, you might have an obvious leader in your group. Or you might have lots of strong personalities who are all really keen to do their bit. Um, Or the complete opposite. You know, you might have bridesmaids that don't really know what they're doing and need you to be that leader for them. Yeah. First of all, make it clear to the person who is delegating, if that isn't you, and highlight your expectation for each bridesmaid and then make it clear to the whole group what that relationship will be yeah you know what you don't want is feuds between bridesmaids because one person isn't pulling their weight or issues arising because one person is being too bossy or expecting too much yeah communication is so so key in this situation (laughs) absolutely okay so final one on our list here is a minor detail but actually really quite important that's the plus one policy 
absolutely what you don't want is your bridesmaids breaking the plus one policy. Yeah, and we mentioned this in our bridesmaid survival guide, um, which is designed for you to give to your bridesmaids to help them support you as best as possible. Um, And yes, it's linked in the show notes. (laughs) Yeah, and within that, we tell them not to expect that they'll automatically be given a plus one because every couple's wedding is different. Yeah, so... Make sure that you make it clear to them whether you are giving them a plus one or not. Um, And also when they need to let you know whether they need one by. Um, In a lot of cases, the couple may be friends with the bridesmaid's partner anyway. Um, So they might already be on the invitation. Um, But it's always best to manage that expectation as soon as possible to avoid any disappointments. Yeah, and if you're allowing them a plus one, give them a deadline for when they need to confirm it by and make it very clear that they cannot confirm anything beyond that point because you do need to confirm numbers and you need to make payments. And, you know, while they might be your best mate, they can't, you know, you can't They're not an exception to that one. role. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can't be an exception. And it's it's not fair on everyone else. So we've covered the expectations Now on to a few common dilemmas that arise and how to handle them. Yes, so the first one I have on the list, and it's a big one because it comes up a lot. It comes up (laughs) so much. (laughs) What do I do if my bridesmaids don't like their outfits? So first of all, if this happens to you, you are not alone. Um, But also in the vast majority of cases, it's not an attack on you or your tastes which is why, again, we always recommend having an open, honest conversation with the bridesmaid in question. Yeah, completely. And often when you hear this, the first instinct is to be like, well, tough, it's my wedding. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would certainly have that, you know, want to say that. But, you know, these people are your friends. So listen to their views and take in the feedback. It may actually be something that's very easily resolved. Yeah, absolutely. So... If this does arise, first thing we would suggest, as Nikita said, is to listen to them and understand what it is about the outfit they dislike. You know, is it the neckline or the colour or a specific detail? Or is it something that can be quite a personal issue, like an area of their body that they feel really uncomfortable showing or that they feel self-conscious about being a focus? Yeah, and if it's something that's minor, like the colour or a small detail, generally if it works for everyone else, you'll find they'll wear it anyway, but just be super nice about it. So say, for example, um, it's not a colour that they would usually wear or they dislike. Um, You can be like, I appreciate it's not something that you would usually wear, but it really does look good on you. I think you look amazing. Um, I've planned the wedding on a specific colour scheme and I would really appreciate it if you could just go with it on this occasion. Um, But I'd be happy to look at accessories with you that will make you feel more comfortable. Yeah, Um, it it can be difficult. I actually had a bridesmaid dress at my sister's wedding um, in a colour that really didn't suit me. Um, (laughs) But at the end of the day, it was her choice and actually everyone else looked really nice in theirs. It it was just me. Um, But it wasn't like it was a horrible dress or anything. It was just the colour. And I did tell my sister that I wasn't keen on the colour. It didn't suit me. But I wore the dress. I did my makeup all nice. And actually looking back at the photos, it really didn't look bad at all. So as you say, as the bride, 
just be really understanding with them because they might feel like they're being annoying by saying something. So just explain your reasoning behind it and give them a confidence boost because that's what they really need. Absolutely. And then you come to the biggies. Nobody wants their close friends to feel awkward and self-conscious on their wedding day. And of course, you don't want them to wear something they can't wear comfortably. You want them to be able to enjoy your wedding and feel confident in the pictures. So again, listen to them. It may be that they say, I'm really self-conscious about this and feel that the outfit focuses on it. Yeah, or or it might be that their religious beliefs don't allow them to show that part of their body. You know, these are the more serious things that actually you might need to consider a change to the outfit and you might need to go back to the drawing board a little bit. Um, And actually, if all your bridesmaids have issues with the dresses, you know, not just one person, then again, you might need to reconsider your choice there. Yeah, exactly. And you are bound to have a few issues come up. If you don't, I think you're in the minority. Yeah, completely. You know, everyone has different things they are self-conscious about, different body shapes, different skin tones. Um, Nikita and I have actually been creating reels for a popular clothing brand over the last couple of months. You, you might have seen some of them. Um, what suits her skin tone doesn't necessarily suit mine. Um, the silhouettes that suit her may not work for me. So... It is a bit of trial and error, in all honesty, and you will find that with your bridesmaid dresses. So before you even purchase the dresses, it's probably a good idea just to speak to each of your bridesmaids individually and find out what suits them in terms of silhouette, colours, necklines, etc. Yeah, and actually, here's where that mix and match trend of having different bridesmaids dresses in the same colour or colour palette comes in really nicely. I personally really like this trend. Me too, I love it. And if you're really struggling to find a single dress that works for all your bridesmaids, I would really recommend investigating this. Essentially, it allows individuals to choose a look that they know should suit them and potentially alternative options that could suit them as well. And that allows them to be comfortable with a choice. Like It makes them feel like they've had a say as well, so it's not like you're forcing something on them. Yeah, exactly. Because although there'll be different dresses, they'll all blend together and actually it won't look mm. odd. You know, And then each person individually is comfortable in what they're wearing. So, yeah, it should make your life easier when it comes to those compromises. Um, but remember, you can still have that final say. This is not the be-all and end-all, and it's not giving your bridesmaids free reign. It's just about finding something that everyone feels confident in. Yeah, of course. And also, multi-way dresses are a great option as well. You know, the different ways the dress can be worn is actually perfect for people, you know, with different body shapes and individual tastes. Um, So that's also worth investigating. Another thing we should mention, we've partnered with an online stylist called PS Online Styling, who are now offering wedding styling services to help you find the perfect look for your besties that suits your budget. So we've linked in the the article all about it in the show notes, and they're offering guides for brides readers a 20% discount as well. So check that out and see if it's a service that you're needing. Yeah, that's actually amazing. If I'd had that when I planned my wedding... That would have made things so much easier. (laughs) So, the next dilemma that comes up is unsupportive bridesmaids. Now, when we talk about 
bridesmaids being unsupportive. We don't mean they don't want you to get married. Um, no. We mean the bridesmaids that think their only job is to turn up on the day in a pretty dress and look good in pictures. Unsupportive in their general role expectations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's a very difficult dilemma to address, especially if you have been clear on your expectations of them and followed our original advice. It's almost like, what more can I do? (laughs) Yeah, a really tough one because they are likely to be a very close friend or family member as well. So you really don't want to end up in arguments. Yeah, so our first bit of advice would be to evaluate how you're asking them to help you. Are you asking them or are you suggesting that they... Do they need a small nudge to remind them? Um, It could just be, hey, so-and-so, I wondered if you had a chance to think about this yet. Shall we catch up next week? Because I really need it done by the end of the month. Yeah. That might get them back on track. Yeah, that's perfect. And, you know, it goes back to that communication rule again, doesn't it? Just communicate as best you can and talk about everything you can, and you'll find that resolution. Um, Going back to my friend who was studying for her final exams, I wanted her to be my maid of honour, but there were some of those more traditional maid of honour roles that she wasn't actually able to do. Um, She wasn't able to come wedding dress shopping with me or plan my hen do. So, you know, we had that open communication. She told me that she wasn't able to do those things, And so then I didn't expect that from her. And I could then go and ask someone else. I asked my sister. um, And then she was able to do those things. And it worked out perfectly. So just have that communication and you'll be able to sort things out. Yeah, and if you've done all you can and the bridesmaid in question still isn't being supportive in their role, it may be time to have a conversation about whether they're able to do this to your level of expectation. Um, And you can make it easier on them. By blaming yourself a little, place focus on you and not them, if that makes sense. So you can say, I don't know, am I expecting too much here? And be honest, as I really don't want you to do more than you can, because that might be all it takes. Yeah, I I think it's a pick your battles type scenario, isn't it? You know, you're you're under a lot of pressure as it is. It's not worth fighting with someone and falling out over it. You know, is there someone else who can take this particular task off their hands, for example? Problem solved. Exactly. And their role as a bridesmaid is temporary. Your friendship is long-standing. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully a conversation is all it takes to protect that relationship and avoid conflict. Next dilemma. I have very strong personalities in my bridal group and they are all desperate to get involved. It's taking the shine off my maid of honour. Oh, that, that's a tough one. I haven't experienced that before. Really tough one. And even more difficult if your maid of honour doesn't have as strong a personality as the rest. I think my advice would be to delegate more things to them. You know, even if they're minor things, like... You might expect your maid of honour to plan your hen party, but perhaps one of the strong personalities in the group can coordinate a group beauty outing to all go and get your nails done or have a facial before your wedding day. Yeah, yeah, like a small job that they can do without stepping on the maid of honour's toes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, And side note, please do not get any treatments you haven't had before in the final days before your wedding. Um, It can go wrong. Yeah, can't stress that enough. You don't want an unexpected allergic reaction 
from anyone in your bridal party, let alone yourself, in the final days before your wedding. So don't do that. Anyway, mm-hmm. back on topic. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of avoiding stepping on your maid of honor's toes, you can always give your maid of honor suggestions about what those other individuals are good at, especially if they don't all know each other very well. Um, that way, you know, if one of your bridesmaids is really creative, you know, she can then delegate those creative aspects of organizing the hen party, you know, if she needs to. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And, you know, speak to your maid of honor about it, because if she is really struggling, like that's when you need to step in. Um, You manage this team. So make it really clear who can do what and where they can help. Absolutely. And, you know, in most cases, it's not because they disrespect the maid of honor, but they're just so excited for you to get married that they'd want to be as much a part of that as possible. Exactly. And remember that your bridal party, like in a, in a media's situation is a perfect example, doesn't have to conform to the normal structure of it. Like the maid of honour does not have to plan the hen do. Um, she may actually be better at the smaller things, like the perfect shoulder to cry on when you're stressed. So then one of the others might be better suited to planning the hen do. So, you know, you don't have to conform to the traditional way of doing things. So the final dilemma we're going to cover today is personality clashes. Yeah, and again, this is one of those that can feel quite difficult to solve at the time. I think you just need to remember that in a lot of situations, your bridesmaids may not actually socialise outside of this scenario. Yeah, and if they aren't necessarily friends with each other, there may well be a clash of personalities and views here and there. Um, But what's important is the ability of you or your chief bridesmaid to be able to diffuse any conflicts that are going on. Absolutely. I think if you have two personalities that clearly clash when they're working together, maybe don't give them tasks together. Yeah. But also, you know, sometimes that isn't avoidable. Yeah, it's not something you can avoid. Yeah. I mean, it may actually take someone speaking to them individually, you know, whether that's you or your maid of honour, and find that root cause of the issue and then understand what the problem is. In most cases, it's as simple as a miscommunication or a misunderstanding. But if you do have an individual that's rubbing everyone up the wrong way or ruffling the feathers of multiple bridesmaids, then it might be time to have a conversation. Yeah, you may need to pull them aside and remind them of why they're doing this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A friendly reminder that it is a very important moment for you And the reason that they are involved and that you ask them to be your bridesmaid is because you have that really good friendship. So where they are getting annoyed or their personality clashes, it is a very temporary moment. And they may, in the nicest way possible, just need (laughs) to get on with it. Yeah, I think we can all agree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We are now on to the final segment of this episode, which is some top tips for managing your team of bridesmaids. Yes, and tip number one, you can probably guess it, communication. We have said <laughs> it several times, but we can't stress it enough. You know, communication is key. Speak to your bridesmaids openly, not only about your expectations, um, but most dilemmas can be resolved with that effective communication. Yeah, I think that's the most important piece of advice we can give you when you're managing like, your team of bridesmaids. Yeah, absolutely. Next step, listen. Now, it is your wedding, 
but we really recommend listening and encouraging your bridesmaids to be open and honest with you or your maid of honour throughout the process. Um, you don't want them to feel... You want them to feel comfortable coming to speak to you about any problems and it will actually avoid a lot of conflicts in multiple situations. Yeah, you know, just being understanding as well and empathetic. You know, even if you feel the problem is a little trivial, sometimes it might just be they need a confidence boost or they're simply looking for your approval before they make a decision. Yeah, and equally, encourage them to listen to others' views and opinions um, on different things. They, they might be able to resolve things between themselves in a lot of cases and you might not even need to get involved yeah but that brings us into our final tip yes remember you are the team leader here you know you might need to be that person that steps in from time to time and there will be ups and downs but your decision needs to be final and sometimes you need to take charge even where you don't really want to yeah, completely. It's about finding that balance between being understanding and respectful and, as you say, you know, remembering you're the team leader, putting those big girl pants on when they need to be put on. Yeah. There may be a lot of people to keep happy, but at the same time, this is your day. You're putting a lot of money into it and you're going to need to make the call when it's time to put your foot down. Absolutely. Well, as per usual, we've covered a huge amount in this episode. Yeah, and to be honest, bridesmaids is such a meaty topic, we couldn't fit it all into one episode. So we may cover a different angle in the future. Um, You'll have to keep an eye out for that. Totally. And of course, there are extra resources, blogs and links in the show notes. So check them out to find more info on this topic, um, including our Bridesmaid Survival Guide. Thanks for tuning in and thank you to everyone for all your support. We really love receiving your emails and suggestions. So if you are enjoying this podcast, help other couples to find it by leaving us a review. Yes, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, you can always follow us on social media at Guides for Brides. Thanks, everyone. Chat to you later. Bye. Bye.